0: welcome to connect church podcast with Louise cardozo it's really good to have the opportunity to share with you today and to start sharing our first session today about what is the gospel and what it has to do with me what it has to do with me i'd like to read uh two portions of the bible both on the new testament so if you are with your Bible or your app, I would like to invite you to open in Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17, and then we'll go to Galatians chapter 1, verses 6 to verse 10. <clears throat> so, Romans 1, 16 and 17, the Bible says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel For it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also the Greek. For in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it's written, the righteous shall live by faith. And now let's jump to Galatians. Galatians 1 from verse 6, Paul was writing to the Christian community in Galatia, and he was warning them what was happening to that people that he started so well. He says, I'm astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who call you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we are, or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be cursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you received, let him be accursed for I am seeking the approval of man or of God, or am I trying to please man? If we were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. Father, this is your word, and I pray now in Jesus' name that this announcement of the good news may come to our hearts today, that we may understand, Lord, this first step, understanding what is the gospel and what it has to do with me. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. So, we already uh, understood that the gospel, this evangelion, is the good news to be proclaimed, and when it was written, is like this national proclamation of the good news, that God's kingdom has arrived, that we have a way to be forgiven, that we have a way to know Jesus, and to walk with Jesus, But there are three main points that I would like to talk today as an introduction of what the gospel is and what it has to do with me. And the first one, we need to understand that the gospel is God's gospel. Amen? The gospel is not Louis' gospel. It's not what Louis likes about the gospel. Or the parts that I choose to follow about the gospel. It's not taking the whole Bible and taking a page that I don't like and saying, you know what? I'm not gonna follow that because this, anyone says that is not worth following. That's not what the gospel is all about. The gospel is not about us. It's all about God and what God has done through us, in us, through Jesus Christ. God is the author of the gospel. God is the reason of the gospel. God is the power of the gospel. God and Jesus Christ is the gospel. Not what I think. Not what science says. Not what theologians says. Not what even my church says. The gospel is the good news that Jesus came. God looked to the world that was following, followed and crushed by their sins and sent himself to rescue us, to love us, to forgive us. But let me tell you something. And please, in Jesus' name, write this down and, and do whatever you need to do to keep reminding yourself the gospel is not just forgiveness. Louis, I'm really shocked you saying the gospel is not only forgiveness no it's not forgiveness is not the end goal of the gospel we got it wrong the churches only preach forgiveness nowadays and let me tell you that's an important aspect but it's not all jesus didn't come to forgive you and that's it because if you go like many people go and preach to the world people that are lost without god God wants to forgive you. Go and have your life. People will say, of course, I want the gospel. Who doesn't want to be forgiven? Who doesn't want to to, to have God forgiving them and enabling them to keep living their lives and go to heaven? But that's not the message of the gospel. Jesus has forgiven you, period. Now have a life in accordance with Jesus. Jesus. That's the message of the gospel. We can live out of addiction, out of pornography, out of cursing other people, out of lying to other people, out of having, you know, wrong sexual relationships, wrong relationships with money or with people or with institutions. God has set us free. There's a way out of the pattern of the world and we can renew our minds in Jesus and be more like Jesus. That is the good news to be proclaimed. Not just that people are forgiven, go and live your life. What we do, it's similar to this sometimes. Can you imagine if I wake up and I have sinned against my wife with my mouth, with what I said, let's imagine that. Danny, you should say no when I'm saying that for people to understand. It's just a, a way to explain. And can you imagine that when I see that, i sinned against her with what i said i come to her and say danny please forgive me and then she looked at me and said why do you want my forgiveness and i say because i want lunch today i really do want lunch today danny would that be acceptable i hope mozanir and all the other men here that you you think that this is not acceptable okay okay no why do I want Danny's forgiveness because of her? Because I want her, I want fellowship, friendship. I I, I want just to be in full uh, intimacy with my wife because that is what's supposed to be marriage. God, it's not just something that we ask forgiveness to please our conscience or to say to Him, uh, now you can give me this, all this peace and joy that the world is saying, You can give, but first of all, let's get rid of this and forgive me, and that's it. No, no. We have forgiveness, it's a step towards something a lot bigger that is God Himself, His presence, intimacy, and God that's where. The gospel leads me. The gospel is the curtain of the temple being torn apart. The gospel is all the separation that would just hold me back, being destroyed by the power of the resurrection. The gospel is Jesus coming back from the dead and saying, you are not supposed to be dead. You're supposed to know me and be with me. So yes, forgiveness is a start, but keep coming. Come to me because I'm Jesus. This is the gospel. The gospel of Jesus Christ, not the gospel of a lot of good things I can get with Jesus, is the gospel that goes beyond, transcends this life. Jesus Christ can help me to have a life that I couldn't have without Him. And I'm not saying about things, even feelings, I'm saying about a true relationship. With this God that created the universe and called me His. And called me His son. Even me. This wrecked and broken guy that grew up not believing in God. That had the joy to put people in crisis. This guy God rescued. Forgave me but not to stop there. But to allow me to come to His presence. And to live in His presence. Because I'm good. No, I'm not. I'm continue broken. And, and, and you know, sin continue to be devastating in my life. But God is good. And when I have this forgiveness, He clothed me with Jesus and I can be in His presence. That's the good news of the gospel. The second thing, guys, that I would like you to know is that it's the gospel of Christ. It is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not only the gospel begins with God, it's centered, it's rooted in Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, God Himself that was Lamb since before the creation of the world. Jesus is the center of the gospel. His life, His death, His resurrection, His invitation. Jesus is the gospel and remember Acts chapter 4 verse 12 that says very clearly salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name guys remember there is no other name under heaven given to man by which we must be saved it's not good works it's not any other god and then i know that is divisive and i know that it excludes people but that's the gospel. The gospel will confront people that live in a different way. We think sometimes that the gospel is the gospel to be just a good, happy, laughing people. Read the Bible. The gospel is not to agree with everyone. The gospel is not to send everybody to heaven, guys. First of all, I am i don't have a say on that. Second of all, I'm not the one that will say or or not say, it's Jesus himself, and that's by faith. But one thing is, the Bible is clear that Muhammad does not save, even if culture says that every ways will lead to Christ. No, it doesn't. If you live in Olden and go to the other side, you go to London, you don't, gum, you don't come to Stockport. I hope that's the right way. But The thing is, <clears throat> what you need to know is that only Jesus saved. Only Him. Only through His sacrifice we can be saved. Louis, but I really live in a world where I think that there are religions and people are really good on their hearts. Yep, that's not what the Bible says. And the gospel is God and Jesus Christ. It's not Louis' opinion or 21st century opinion. That's what we need to renew our minds on. But I don't like that. Yeah, there are things that I don't like as well. But thank God it's not on my way because I change opinion every 30 seconds. But God doesn't. God says only through a relationship with Jesus people can be saved. And thinking on that, it's almost like God is respecting people. If people really genuinely didn't have a relationship with Him or didn't want to have a relationship with Him on this earth, why would God force them to be with Him for the whole eternity? Only through relationship. With Jesus. And he says again. Jesus himself. John 14.6. I am the way. The truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. No one has relationship with God. No one goes to eternity. If not through the sacrifice and love and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Please. There is no hope without Jesus. There isn't. Sometimes we like to think there is. That's why sometimes we try our best to do with our own strength instead of running to Him. I always come back to that message that Louis Jr. prepared one day. You know, and, and that was a breakthrough in my life when he was reading the gospel and talking to us. And he was doing his devotion and, and he said, Dad, why did that people... Uh, Jesus said for three years he would die and rose again. Jesus died Two days later, three days later, people went to to the place where his body was, carrying a lot of spices and, and you know, lining and spending money and energy and all that. But Jesus said, why they didn't listen? He said, wow. And then he said, when we don't listen, Jesus, we carry weight for nothing. We spend money for nothing and we do work for nothing and we just waste our time. And he said, that's the biggest amazing word ever and that's true without the gospel you will spend your money your life your health and time and not do what pleases god but louis wow i thought you would come bringing what we could have through the gospel man the gospel is not what i can have is what i can give we got so wrong in the western world You know, I love going to Africa and planting churches and leading people there because most of the times when you are on those tribes and people are worshiping under trees and they have nothing that I think or that we think sometimes it's necessary, they look at us and they say, "Wow, if Jesus died for me, what can I do for him? And sometimes over here when we share the gospel, people say, wow, Jesus died for me, so what else can he give me? look the gospel is to remember it's i'm not god i'm not this little god on the throne and god and jesus has the purpose to please me and entertain me and do everything that i i think he has to do otherwise i'm i'm sad and i'll not worship him i'll not give my thighs or i'll have a crisis of faith no and i'm not i'm not teasing anyone for that what i'm saying is that god has his rules and he reigns over all And if there is any discrepancy or anything wrong between me and my understanding of the Bible or what I think and God, let me tell you, I have no doubt for a second. I dropped mine off and I go to the Bible and I seek what the Bible says. That's it. And the last thing I would like to say to you guys. Is what the Apostle Paul says about the gospel in 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 8. And this, this text really crushed my heart this week when he says, It is my gospel. Lewis, just wait, that's heresy. You said that is God's gospel, then Jesus' gospel, and now you are saying it's my gospel, it cannot be my gospel. No, no, no. Let me explain what it is. Let me explain, please it's not doctrine that saves it's jesus that saves doctrine is a way to lead us to him to make us understanding him what what paul is saying here is very simply this you cannot just have the gospel theoretically you cannot just possess the gospel in your mind you need to allow the gospel to possess you and transform you in a gospel person you get it that's it I don't only keep the gospel here because here it doesn't make a difference. I can know with all my mind how I should eat or how I should sleep or how I should work on a Saturday when I'm not supposed to. But if I work 12 hours on a Saturday or just eat coxinhas, that is a Brazilian food, or just, you know, do what I'm not supposed to do, Guys, that changes nothing. Doesn't matter how much knowledge I have in my big head. You cannot only possess the gospel here, the gospel needs to own and possess you in a way that will reshape you, renew you from inside out. Look, there is one thing that we call as the four alls of Methodism. Was previously known as the four alls of John Wesley, but John Wesley actually never said. And never wrote that. It was another guy last century that wrote this. If you want, I, I wrote um, my dissertation about it. So the four alls of, of the Methodism or our understanding of our theology is one, all must be saved. That what the gospel has to do with me needs to be my gospel because I need a savior. I need salvation. And without him, I'm lost. All needs to be saved no one is born saved and that's great i don't need to do anything that doesn't exist read the bible god sent jesus to everyone who believes in him should not perish everyone that goes to him everyone that walks with him all must be saved the second thing all can be saved even me an atheist that had joy in putting people On a faith crisis. I can be saved. And I was saved. And I walk with Jesus. Even we see people in the Bible. That even Paul. That were persecuting Christians. Allowing people to kill Christians. And doing all this bad stuff. He could be saved. Through an encounter with Jesus. Guys doesn't matter. What you have done. Till today. You can be saved and the Bible says very clearly that if you believe and you profess with your mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and that in him salvation is found you will be saved and then you'll be walking with him and having this salvation through him all can be saved not only for what I think it's not only what it can and then he says on the third point, that, all can know that they are saved. Guys, we can have assurance. Why, Louis? Because I do good deeds. No, no, no. I don't do good deeds to be saved. I do good deeds because I'm saved and the gospel is working in me. So then I am enabled by God and the Holy Spirit to be more like Jesus. But I can know because the Holy Spirit is a person, and when Jesus lives in me and the Holy Spirit lives in me, they give me the assurance that I'm with Jesus and that starts here and echoes for eternity. That is salvation. You can know that and have this assurance. And the fourth thing, all can be saved completely. Louis, what that means? That means that we can have this. Doctrine that don't, called Christian perfection, that means that we can all evolve with the Spirit leading us, all be renewed. And the scene that I loved when I walk with Jesus, I start to get further and further away, and I stop to love that because I know that hurts, you know, my relationship with Jesus and leads me to death. And I I start to have other joys and pleasures that is God's presence and His word. And then that pushes me to Him. And as further as I go in His direction and closer and closer to Him, more and more joy I have in God Himself. And that is transforming me and that cycle never ends. And I become more like Jesus. You will be transformed from glory to glory. We all don't get zero to a hundred in one moment. For me, the best description of that is when, and that's what the gospel does with us, is when I look to Samuel, when he was a baby, I look at him. He didn't have any teeth. He didn't have much hair, but he was really um, strong. Let's put on this this word. He looks like a loaf of bread, really, you know, and I would take some, and I would say, he's perfect. He's my son. He's perfect. When he was a year old, he had some teeth. Do kids have teeth with one ear, guys? Yeah, so so I, I'm a very good dad. You know, I remember everything. So he had uh, teeth and, and all the hair, and he was speaking, Dad, you know, I love you. Did they speak with one ear? So Samuel did. With one ear, he would say, Dad, you know, I love you, and all that. I would look to that and say, Wow, he's perfect. With five years old, with 10, the same thing applies nowadays when he was, what kind of bread? When he was, uh, when, when he is 17 and he likes to be this very strong, like, yeah, mad guy. You know, when, when you look that, and the guy yesterday, guys, tried to, or a day before, tried to rob someone and he looked at the guy that was trying to rob him and said, get out of here now, and the guy laughed. When you look to that and say, oh, is that perfect? He's, he is, in Jesus' name, perfect, you know. The thing is, he is involving with time. And the thing is, with Christ, we, don't, we just don't get 18 years old from, you know. I'm perfect as a baby because God is nurturing me. Now, I have 15 years in God's presence that has nothing to do with time. That is nurturing me. And, and I'm perfect and getting perfect because perfection is not to do with what I'm doing, but who I am and with whom I am. That is Jesus and Jesus in me and the gospel in me becoming my gospel. The words of Jesus becoming my words. The action of Jesus becoming my actions that is going through and, 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 and spreading through my life. That is the perfection. That is when I can say it's my gospel because I'm living. The gospel is good news. The best and most important news in the world. It is the good news because it comes from God. It is the good news because it tells us what Jesus Christ has done for us. And it is good news because it can change your life. doesn't matter how you are, where you are, it can change your life today let us pray guys God in Jesus name today I pray that we may understand that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the good news to be proclaimed to be announced and to be believed by father it is the good news because it comes from God it's eternal because it comes from God. It cannot change because it comes from a God that cannot change. It is the good news because it tells us what Jesus, God himself, has done for us. Not maybes. Not possibilities. Not what he wished for and but he was too busy to help. No, what he has done for us. It is the good news Because it changed my life. Father, it is the good news because today can change anyone that is hearing. Here on this service or on a podcast during the week. Father, it is the good news. Because it can change. And can give us salvation, intimacy, friendship and passion for you. Father, I bless everyone that is listening to this message. I pray for everyone that is here with open heart. And I pray... That we may have a breakthrough not achieving things that we want but a breakthrough knowing that our redeemer lives and the gospel is the power of god to save me even me and to transform me in someone more like jesus i pray and i bless everyone in jesus name Thanks for joining the Connect Church Podcast. If you'd like more information or to ask us a question, please go to www.cntchurch.co.uk.